Hi, everybody. Greetings. Thank you for logging on today. Get this out to your friends, family, coworkers, whoever needs to hear this word today because I have Jessica DeYoung with me. And those of you that know Jessica, you know that she is a lovely young woman, mother of four, right? You know, a homeschooler extraordinaire. She has been seen on many a podcast. She's been guest blogger. She is a speaker. But the one thing I really want to showcase about her, she is passionate about getting Christ out in front. And I love that she is so humble in so many ways to say, Lord, this is you, not me. So with that being said, I'm praying that you get this out to the people that uh, my broadcast is hmm, having some issues on that, but it'll still be good. We'll get it going here. Um, Sorry, Jessica. Welcome to the broadcast. Hi, thank you for having me. It's so honor. I'm so honored that you would be here today because we're going to talk about a topic and we just want to put a disclaimer out there, y'all. Trigger alert, okay? PG-13, you know, do not listen to this in front of your children. This is something that you want to listen to with your earbuds on or, you know, send it to your messenger and watch it later. And you'll probably want to watch this more than once. Uh, Regardless of whether you are a woman who has experienced abortion uh, or you know someone, you need to get this broadcast out to people because we do better together. And, you know, many times this is a topic that will trigger people and they'll back away from it because they don't want to talk about it. And Jessica allows the Lord to use her story to interweave into the hearts of women, whether they have endured this or something else, because pain is pain and shame is shame. And Jesus is the healer. So Jessica, tell us a little bit about your journey with that. Well, I, uh, Oh, it's been a long one, but I know that the Lord has, uh, he brings us through many trials and he is able to, uh, get the glory out of all of them, whether they're, you know, really, really hard ones or not so difficult ones. And, um, I've definitely had my fair share of difficult trials, uh, through life. Um, but God, (laughs) but God, he is able to, uh, bring us out of, out of the pit of shame and a hardness and he's able to redeem our stories. And and we are, if we are willing to accept his grace and forgiveness, he can help us to move on through that healing journey. And, um, you know, I, I myself have had an abortion, uh, 15 years ago, and it was something that, um, I had always been pro choice before, I mean, pro life before this point. And so I knew that what I was doing was wrong, but, when you're in that time of making that decision, you're not thinking clearly. You're not thinking. You're you're not thinking. <laughs> and um, and so when when I went forward to make this decision, my two reasons were that the the father of this baby said, "I've got a really bright future, and I can't have a baby." And I was like, "You're right. You you're going to be a doctor. You can't you can't have this right now." And my other really big reason was because I was afraid that it was going to tear my family apart. My family has, we've had lots of, um, lots of uh, waves in our, in our family. And um, I just knew that like, I'd always been the stable one. I'd always been, you know, okay, I'm I'm going to be the rock for everyone else. And the fact that I made this huge mistake, I just, in my, in my nowhere, I'm like, this is what's going to break us all apart. And it's just going to, And so that was my best, best reason was that. Um, And, you know, with anything, with any sin, there's not a 
good reason to do the sin. Um, but I want to I want to read uh, a passage here in James and James 1 14. It says, but each person is tempted when he is drawn away and enticed by his own evil desires. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. And and that's that's for all sin, not just murder. Um, it, it, it goes for all sin and it is not, um, you making, it's, it's not, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. It's it. God, God can redeem all things, whether yes. we've made good choices or bad choices in our life, whether we have followed the Holy spirit or turned away as a, uh, prodigal, uh, prodigal son, he can redeem all things and his grace is free to us when we accept that. And the, the blood of the lamb, <laughs> the blood of the lamb is what covers that sin. His dying on the cross for, for us covers that sin that we, that we, uh, that we make. Cause a sin is a sin is a sin is a sin. There's no bigger or smaller sin to God. All of them right. are break his heart. And so when I, when I made this terrible decision, um, it took me, it took me a really good while to tell anyone about it because I was so shame, shameful of what I had done. I felt disgusting and dirty. And anytime I heard anything about murder or abortion, I just knew that they knew that what, of what I had done. And um, so it took me a long time to actually start that forgiveness process, but you need to know that you are forgiven by grace, no matter what the situation. And I remember I day after day, I'd been asking the Lord, please forgive me for this sin. Forgive me for this sin. And I remember him saying just audibly to me as I'm laying on my bed, he says, my daughter, I don't know what you're talking about because when we ask for forgiveness, God pushes it as far as the East is from the West. It wasn't him that was reminding me of my sin. It's Satan. And he wanted to keep me in that darkness. But when I allowed Christ's forgiveness into my life, um, I, I believe that you, we are not able to forgive ourselves because Christ has done that for us. It's a gift that he is freely giving us. We just have to accept it. Mm -hmm. And so when I finally accepted that, that gift of grace and forgiveness, I was able to move forward in my healing journey. And, um, you know, when you accept that forgiveness, you are free. And um, if you allow Satan and that darkness to continue to penetrate, if you allow that little bit of darkness to come in, it can, can it can overwhelm you and you can go back to feeling shame. But you don't have to. You don't have to, because God told us in John 1930, he said it is finished. And so when he does that restoration inside of us, we don't have to continue reliving it. Um, and so when I moved forward and I was like, all right, we're going to put light into this darkness. And I started to very slowly, cause I was still very nervous about what other people would think about it. I began sharing my story when the Holy spirit would, 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 suggest <laughs> would prompt me to share it. And I remember one of the, my very first time that I shared it with not, I, I shared it with my now husband, who was my very early boyfriend at this point. Um, and the next time that I shared it was with a, 
it was at a dinner table at a very uh, nice restaurant in Franklin. And it was with business colleagues, which is not exactly the time to share this kind of story. Um, but Holy Spirit doesn't care uh, if it's uncomfortable because he, you know, he appreciates that obedience. And I was like, all right, we're going to share this. We're going to do it. And uh, so I, I shared my story and I was like, okay, all right. I feel better. All right. I feel better. So I didn't see any like fruit from that. So I was still unsure. Like, why, why did you have me share this? Well, a year later, this mom calls me and says, Hey, my daughter just found out that she's pregnant can we come over and talk? And I said, absolutely, please come over. Let's talk. Cause she was contemplating abortion. And, um, and so she came over and we talked about everything, the gamut, all the things, all of my, my emotions, all the uh, physical things that go into it, all of the things that happened, um, you know, during and after just everything. So I wanted her to be well informed before she made this choice and not that anything that I didn't say because I was afraid to offend her would have, you know, had her make a different choice. And so thankfully she did uh, choose to keep this baby. But what's more awesome than that is that because God is amazing and he just outdoes himself over and over and over again, is that this baby was born three days late on my birthday. So <laughs> I know. So every year I get to celebrate my birthday, but also the birth of this sweet baby because his mama chose life because in a super uncomfortable situation, I was obedient in hearing the Holy Spirit say, you need to share your story. And not always, I will say this to all of your listeners, not always will you need to share your story in that way. Not always will you need to share your story on a podcast or on a stage. Okay. So I want you to hear me that. But what I am saying in sharing your story is that if you you need to find someone that you trust and share your story with and put light, Christ's light in that darkness, because the more light is in there, the more that darkness flees. And when there is light, darkness can't stay. And so sharing that, it also says in James, it says, uh, share your sins with one another. And so in sharing that, they can come around you and love you and show you that it's okay. You're not broken. You're not dirty. You are loved and you are loved with an everlasting love. And it says in uh, Romans 5, 8, it says, God proves his love for us that in while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, which shows that he already knew what we were going to do, but he chose to die anyway for mm -hmm. us because he loves us. So there's nothing you can do, will do or have done that can ever change Christ's love for you. You are welcome in his arms at all times. And um, I just, I, my prayer for anyone that has gone through this situation, has had an abortion or know someone that has, is that you continue to talk to the Lord about what's going on. Talk yes. to the Lord because your life has purpose and meaning. You are not useless. You are meant for something. And the, God does not bring us uh, into uh, temptation. We are tempted by the ultimate uh, evil tempter, but he does allow us to go through these things to help to 
build our character and to uh, refine us to be our perfection self when we go to heaven. He is refining us. If you think of all of your life's things as being refined like gold, if, if you know the process of gold, they put all the gold in there and they add some chemicals and they fire it up really, really hot. And all of the, the dirt and yuck comes to the top and they scrape it off and they do it again until at very last, it is gorgeous, amazing, awesome gold, perfection. Yes. Have If they don't heat it up, if they don't put fire in it, if they don't scrape off the imperfections, it won't be worth looking at. It won't be worth much, but we are worth so much because we have a father who loves us. And so it might feel really bad and uncomfortable, like we are being scraped or we are on fire, but know that it is for your good and God's glory that you go through these things. Amen. Wow. Wow. I hope you guys go back and listen to that a second time on the replay because, oh my goodness, that was so valuable what she said. And I love the fact that the Lord led you to share with some colleagues of all places, you know, one would think that she would be, you know, at, at church or up on a stand or something saying, you know, here I am, you know, let me tell you about how to overcome this or something. But yet he did that. And I love that because in James and you were talking about the scripture, I love it so much. And when we do confess ourselves to one another, the Bible says, so we can be yes. healed. Yes. And healing came. And mm -hmm. I'm a huge advocate of taking the light and exposing it to the darkness because the enemy can only use things in the dark. He can't use anything. Once the light of Christ shines on whatever it is that you're dealing with. And it doesn't, you know, like she said, sin is sin. It's all, a, it's all distasteful to the Lord in his nostrils. But when we repent and come in and turn from that and we are healed, we are restored. We are, you know, getting it all out so that we can move forward. But the enemy likes to keep us bound in that. Yeah. And he uses that heavy coat of shame. Oh, my goodness. You know, I know I dealt with shame personally for years. And, you know, I would uh, think that I was walking it out. And then all of a sudden I would find myself in a setting because he doesn't do everything in us all at once. It's not like as soon as she said that she was healed. It was a process. Yeah. And every time that she said, no, devil, I'm I'm healed. I'm whole. I received the forgiveness that Jesus died for. She got stronger. And now she's using her story and the circumstances to help impact the lives around you. So if you're not already following Jessica, I would encourage you to do that because she's got so much good stuff coming down the bike. And we'll talk about that at the end of the broadcast. But Jessica, I'm just telling you the whole analogy of the gold. I use that frequently because it, it's interesting to me that some of the things, what the world looks at as Precious jewels, okay, like gold and diamonds are things that are put under so much pressure. Pearls, you know, pearls, you know. Yeah. So, annoying and it yeah. gets in there and it just shakes it and scratches it, you know, and it, life does that to us. I always say that life is like sandpaper. You know, mm -hmm. it just like so hard sometimes, but whenever we get done being processed through that. And, you know, when we get to heaven, the Lord can say, well done, good and faithful servant, because you didn't let the enemy 
what he meant for harm, you let me use for good. And that's what I would say to you today, Jessica, is because that's exactly what you're doing. You're exposing the lie that, you know, okay, I made a bad choice. Bad choices are made all the time. You know, I heard my pastor the other day made a statement and it just, I was like, ooh, drop the mic. Because he was talking about, you know, um, different sexual sins and how people are like, oh, well, this one or that one and all putting all of this, you know, emphasis on that. But yet they're looking at porn or they had sex outside of marriage and all of this. And he's like, you know, do you realize that this is, you know, just as much an issue? How dare we try to think that, you know, your bad choice was any worse than the bad choices I made when I was younger. I, I mean, it's, I'm telling you, I don't know what I would have done in the state of mind and state of confusion that I operated in in my younger years. I can't say that I would have had, you know, I don't know because we never know what pressure someone's under, yeah. you know, and it's very important to understand if not for the grace of God, there go I, you know, and I've had, I've had two miscarriages and I carried guilt with those because I thought, well, there should have been something that I did different. You know, if I would have only done this or if I hadn't have done that or what about this? And I finally got to the point where I'm like, Lord, this, for whatever reason this happened, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. And they're in heaven and I'll get to see him again, you know? And so I am not going to stress this, but I'll tell you, the enemy used that to just press me down. And yeah. so first time talking about it at a business thing. I love that. Look at God. So now you've shared your story on other platforms. I know you shared it on a podcast. Tell us a little bit about the opportunities the Lord has given you to speak to the lives of those that need to hear this message of redemption. Uh, so yes, I've spoken on podcasts. I have been a guest blogger on many blogs. I have, uh, written in magazines and it's all of these. What's really great is that all of them are so different yet. God is able to use them, my story in all of these different ways, which is so beautiful. Um, and uh, one of the ways that I'm so thankful that I found out about was I, uh, I lead a surrendering the secret class and the, the tagline is called um, healing the heartbreak of abortion. And Pat Layton is the author and she has done an amazing job of weaving in Christ's, the God's word with this healing journey. And it's a nine week study. And it is Maggie, it is, it is amazing to see these women come in that number one, they, uh, most of them have never spoken their secret out, but even just signing up for it is putting a little bit of Christ's light in there. They're like, Oh, I've told a little bit of my secret because now you know that I have had one, right? Right. But when they show up to this class, they know that everyone in that room has had an abortion. Everyone had the same secret, but now we're putting Christ's light and we're able to, and is the analogy that Pat uses, climb this mountain and put, put off uh, these hindrances so that we are lighter to be able to get to the top. And um, like you were saying, healing is not a one and done. It's not like, oh, Forgiven, healed, awesome. I'll never go with that. It's not like that. It is a continuing process and continuing journey. And I'm so thankful that as a leader through this study, each time I go through, there's a little bit more that the Lord's like, there's it. Because, like an onion, we are not, if God were to just pull back all the layers and go, okay, here's yeah. all the things. That's right. Whoo, we'd be in the fetal position, laying in our bed, and never getting up because it's that's too right. So he just pulls back a little bit at a time and heals us and heals us and continues to heal. And 
who knows when it will ever be maybe just when we get to heaven but i'm i'm thankful for the process and so i'm i love sharing and leading these studies because the the work that god does i've had um 18 year olds all the way up to 65 year olds in my class and some of them have held this secret for over 40 years that's a long time to stay in shame and to every time that you know just wear this this letter a and um, I, I mean, I know how how hard it was for me just in those few years that before I shared. And so I can't imagine going through my an entire life, you know, 40 years. That's a long time to hold this on. And then when they come in before they don't want to share, they don't want anyone to know, but they leave and they're like, how can I tell everyone about my story, <laughs> how good God is? I'm like, that is exactly what women need to know is that you might be see, sitting out there, uh, Maggie, one in three women have had an abortion. So if, if you know people, if you know women, one in three women have had an abortion. So if yes. you look out in a crowd, if you look out at the grocery store, if you look out at, you know, at church, that's a lot of hurting women. And the sad part is, is that a lot of, uh, a lot of us, uh, not us, because I say this word a lot, but a lot of people are afraid to say the word abortion or don't truly know how to talk about it in a way that is respectful to those that have had it. And so in their ignorance, they are disrespecting and putting more shame and guilt on those that have. Um, and so to see, to see the change in these women, and I'm like, one at a time, just one at a time, we're working on him and we're exploding God's kingdom in this. And I'm just, I'm so thankful to have such a teeny part in what God's doing in and around the, the topic of abortion, because it's really big and we need to be talking about it more. Honey, it is huge. And I'm so grateful for the study that you do with these women. And because it has, it, it has been like one of those things like porn. People don't want to talk about it. It's going on. And people are having to deal with this. They're having to face it. They're having to look in the mirror and say, oh, wow, you know. And, 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 and they don't get that they are worthy of God's love. And they, they have such a hard time receiving, you know, because there's that block. And as they go through this course, I can see the layers coming off. I can totally see the layers coming off. That's beautiful. Now you've got one coming up in January, right? But the date is still iffy, right? Yeah. So we have a, um, a local pregnancy support center that also, that's where I found out about the Surrendering the Secret Study and they lead one as well. And so we want to make sure that we have two different dates just to allow more women to be able to join. So yes. I you are welcome. Um, your viewers are welcome to email me. Um, do you want me to say it or do you want yeah. to? Well, we'll put it in the chat stream. Um, I just recognize there was a glitch here with StreamYard. So right now this is on YouTube and Periscope. And I don't know if it's on Facebook, but I'm going to upload it to Facebook. So if you're watching this, please look in the chat stream for Jessica's information so you can get this. You can email uh, your friends that need this and let them know this is the contact point person of someone that is not just going to teach you this class that has literally been where you've been and experiential knowledge mixed with the Holy Ghost. I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, you know, it's like that double that, you know, uh, that double trouble, you know, not trouble, but double, you know, double the power. Yes. Goodness. Good stuff, Jessica. My goodness. So it is nine weeks long. Is that right? Is that what I heard you say? Okay. So we meet the first week and we just like break the ice and get to know each other. And then the sure. next week, the next eight weeks, we are climbing that 
that proverbial mountain of, of our healing journey. And it's, oh, it's beautiful. It's so powerful. Mm. Wow. Powerful. And this is all Christ centered, right? Because yeah. I'm, Okay, I thought so because I know you, and I know that you wouldn't be doing some, you know, weird no. study about woo woo or anything like that. Pat Layton has done an amazing job of using God's word and showing us like where in the scriptures did people struggle with things? It might not say the word abortion, but struggle with right. sins that ha high, uh, hold so much shame and guilt, and like what what did God do through them, and to show that like. We are not alone in anything that we go through. And the people in the Bible went through the same things. They just called it different because it's in Hebrew or Greek. It's, <laughs> it's the same things. And so, yeah, Pat has done an amazing job of just wow. slowly pulling back those layers of onion and getting us to this place where we can move freely into that forgiveness that God is that God has given us. Now, with this being uh, launching in January with the whole COVID thing and stuff, is this going to be done via Zoom distant or is it going to be a location where you'll meet or? Uh, it will be location because it is a very sensitive topic and it does better when you are in communi community with others. Now, we can definitely do, you know, masks if you would like and uh, social distancing if, if you would like, but definitely being with other people is better than, than this because sure. who knows what happens on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> right? The so. reason I ask is because I'm sure there's a lot of viewers that are outside of the middle Tennessee area. And so if you're watching this and you're wondering where is this amazing group at, it will be held in Murfreesboro, correct? Yes. Yes. If you go to, I think it might be surrenderingthesecret.com or just Google surrendering the secret Pat Layton you will be able to see where there are other people in the United States. And I think in other oh, countries good. where they are also leading these groups. So this is not just, just here. Oh, that's so exciting and so good to know. So, wow. That, okay. So listen, I I've got some little other insight here. If you're uh, wanting some to go deeper in the things of God, I've watched this young woman. I mean, she just loves the Lord so much and she's so obedient to listen to him. She's got some devotionals that are coming out and we anticipate it to be probably maybe around the end of the year. Don't hold her to that, but we're, we're believing God for that. And you're also for that. Okay. Yeah. Press yeah. That. Pray for her because she's got it all pretty much packaged up. There's just a few little minor details that need to be resolved to get it to the print. And I want you guys to be looking for that. And of course I will share it out whenever it comes out. Um, and so that you know where to get it, it will be available on Amazon and. Yes. And uh, locally it'll be at the Christian publishers outlet and okay. yes, Amazon, and we will have a website that you can purchase as well. And okay. one, one is on, they're both called, um, it's a series of devotionals. And right now I've got two, but it's called, these are the days. And one is resting in your purpose. And one is resting in your identity. And the beautiful part about these is that it's got like a main verse that we will focus on. I give a little bit of, of insight of maybe a story that's gone on in my life, but then I'm able to apply because of the Holy Spirit, apply that verse to what is, is said in the story so that women are able to not only read God's word, but apply it to their own lives. Not just like this is compartmentalized Bible at church. And then this is my life. And I don't know how to put it together. And um, I always leave the, the reader with a challenge because I feel like if I challenge you to do something, you're going to be a lot more likely to do it than go, maybe if you want to. Right. <laughs> and then at the end, it's got a perspectives into practice, a part where you can, um, or, uh, 
take your time, a part where you can just read and, and write and journal what your thoughts are and apply what you've just read. And it's, it's real good. It's wow. Real good. Oh my goodness. These are amazing. And listen, women, we need these tools. We need these things to help us get through life because listen, you can't have a Sunday morning experience every day unless you're spending time in the Lord. If you're spending time in his word, you're going to be looking for additional resources to supplement your daily Bible reading and things that challenge you, things that give you a different perspective, things that get you to stop and say, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, I deal with that. Yeah. It's always enlightening to have that in our lives and we really need it. So I'm so excited about that. Now, are you writing another book in, the, in addition to these devotionals? Yes, there's many. Okay. <laughs> the, the next devotional will be on contentment and that when the Lord, Lord's working on me on that. That's a really hard one, y'all, contentment. Yeah. You know, like, oh, don't pray for patience because the Lord will give it to you. <laughs> So that contentment thing, I'm like, all right, Lord, I, I know that this is what I'm supposed to write on. Um, but another one that I was telling you about is called Yes, But Not Quite. And it is just about our journey through life and that God puts us through a yes situation where we have obeyed and we've gone forward. And maybe it didn't work out the way that we thought, but it's like the Lord saying, not quite. I've got something better. And so we go to the next yes and then the Lord's like, not quite. And so I feel like, you know, our life is continually going through these and we're able to use the yes moments as we're waiting in the not quite moments to be able to uh, to go forward. And it's just it's, it's going to be good. Wow, that's incredible. So listen, if you have a platform that you would like for Jessica to speak on, she is an amazing public speaker. Uh, like we said, you can find her in magazine, guest blogs, podcasts, and so forth. And I anticipate seeing great things come from her ministry. And I know that, you know, with having, you know, juggling homeschooling alone, okay, with four children and, and you know, her husband and all the things she does, I'm so grateful that she does continue to minister to women in this, in this, this group. Uh, and this study, because it is so needed. God will take your mess and turn it into a message. He'll take your test and turn it into a testimony. And Jessica has allowed him to do that through her. And now she's helping other women to do that as well. So Jessica, it's always a pleasure to spend time with you, dear. I absolutely love you. I love your story. If I could ask you to leave the ladies with one key, what would that be? Accept Christ's forgiveness. Ooh. Don't continue to go down the path of feeling like you have to do something to earn it. It's free. All you have to do is take it. Wow. Well, we absolutely, I would ditto that 100 times. We need to receive, receive what he did. He loves you. And we look forward to seeing you next time on Keys to Your Best Life. Uh, if you want to reach out to Jessica, we'll have her email in the chat stream of this. Give it out to your friends, family, everybody that needs to hear this redemption story. And we look forward to seeing you next time. God bless you guys.